Welcome back to the ADW Profile Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. I hate that. Let me do that one more time. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the ADW Profile Podcast. Mm. Of course, ADW. A deeper way. A deeper. Um, something's weird with your mic. A deeper way. Okay. It's so. It's, uh, what happened? I don't know. How's that? That's better. Okay. It's kind Start of still, it's like you're in a, <clears throat> like a pillow around your face or something. That? <laughs> yes. How about, oh, I had it. Okay. I have to put the button toward me, not away from me. Yes. Yes. There we there go. There we go. Okay. One more time. Welcome back to the ADW Profile yes. Podcast. Of course, ADW. A deeper way. A deeper way. Mm-hmm. Today, we continue our exploration of the cyplex, the cyplex, the visual, the beautiful, I might add, representation yeah. of one's personality that helps us answer four questions. Four questions. Today, we're tackling the question of how do we process mm. information? Yeah, processing information. And just for folks who are curious about the cyplex and where they could get their own re- results, Casey, would you be mm. open to telling our, our listeners? Well, the fun thing is that everybody can get their cyplex for free. If we just wow. go to a deeperway.com slash profile, P-R-O-F-I-L-E, yeah. uh, it'll take you right to the questions to respond to. And then you click submit and right there instantly get your cyplex uh which would make this podcast much more meaningful for you if you can be looking at your own as we are discussing these concepts so today uh we're going to focus in on the well i guess the orange light orange Mm -hmm. what's the official color of conceptual thinking orange okay Conceptual conceptual thinking. thinking. Tim, tell us about conceptual thinking. Yeah, it's characterized by a tendency toward having broad or novel associations between ideas, right? So again, this is how we process information. So this conceptual side, broad, making new or sort of unique associations between ideas, characterized also by making inferences right? Sometimes we might make inferential leaps, right? And then also seeking to understand what these underlying patterns are to things or what are future possibilities. Yeah. So it's really out there in the future, in the underneath, in the unique, in the connection, kind of how do I build these associations all in my mind? I think possibilities is such a good word Yeah. around conceptual thinking. And as we are wont to do, it's important to note uh, for the cyplex in general, it is not that you are necessarily one side or the other. Rather, you can have a little bit of both. You can have a lot of both uh, or not so much of both. There is no prescriptive uh, piece. Um, So it's it's not a one side or the other kind of Right. If you're using that other test, you're either a T or an F. Or or many of those other tests, right? Um, <laughs> or you're a seven or whatever. <laughs> but here you can be 
high on conceptual thinking and on concrete. So you can use both. You can have all kinds of colors. You could have one or the other. Yeah, you could be sort of in the middle on both. Because that's the reality of being human. Yeah. We are multifaceted. Yeah. So what are those things that go into conceptual thinking, those little aspects of personality that go into forming or building somebody's level of conceptual thinking? Yeah, what we encourage you to do at this point, if you, if you look a little bit deeper into your report, you'll see the conceptual thinking drill down page that yeah. will give you more detail about what we like to call your particular flavor. What does mm-hmm. your conceptual thinking look like? Uh, and, and to do that, you want to look at, well, what are maybe your higher scored facets on that page? First one, imaginative. So Tim, if, if one was sort of high on imaginative, leading with imaginative, uh, what might that mean about their flavor of conceptual thinking? Yeah, well, imaginative aspect of personality is really about, as it says, our imagination. So kind of in our own thought world. Yeah. So daydreams might be a part of that. Rich fantasy life. Rich fantasy life, right? Kind of making things up. And and when we're really high on imaginative, our reality a lot of times is in our own mind. And we're kind of sitting right here in our heads and we can imagine all sorts of things and it can feel very real if we're really high on this aspect. The next one, open to learning. So, so if open to learning is your highest, your kind of flavor of conceptual thinking might look like someone who's just voraciously taking in new ideas, new information, exploring, you know, probably reading anything that you can get your hands on, consuming um, information, Mm -hmm. media, all kinds of things. For the purpose of connecting it to connecting that information to other things. Yeah. Connecting it all together. Yeah. This third aspect of conceptual thinking. And if this is your highest, you'll take on a little bit different flavor here is self-reflection. So it's another component. It's another conceptual thing to think about ourself. Yeah. Right. To think about thinking, think about how I was in that last moment to think about how other people were impacting me in that particular moment. That's sort of kind of toward the past. So where Imaginative might often be toward the future. Nice. Self-reflection is, is toward the past. Nice. The final aspect then that sort of rounds out uh, the conceptual thinking vector is accepts ambiguity. Uh, I think the best way to explain that is to think about the opposite, which is needs certainty, right? So folks who are high on accepts ambiguity they're okay with not knowing exactly what's happening next, right. knowing exactly what the future looks like, which you can you can see how that kind of opens one up to explore and ponder and wonder mm. um, and kind of accept what's coming rather than having to know and, and define it very clearly. Yeah. Turns out ambiguity is pretty conceptual. 
Turns out it is. It, it certainly lends itself to that. So the, those are the aspects. Let's yep. transition into mm. some hacks. Yes, life hacks. For folks right. who are high conceptual. High conceptual thinkers. Take some time to pause and mm. focus in on the here and the now mm. in your physical world. Yeah, sort of the grounding thing. Yep. Yeah. Dimensions of knowing. Get out of that intellectual dimension, right? Get more into this physical dimension, the things that are right in front of me that I can actually see, that I can observe and spend some time in that space. The other, another one, um, Out the silence. I know what I want to wow. say. I didn't think about how to frame it. But go ahead. While we're noodling, yeah. you need to take T and F out because that's actually people focus, outcome focus. When I referenced, are you a T or an F? Yes. Yeah. I don't know any. You have to stuff. take that out. Yeah. Okay. I'll remember that. Um, Sorry. No. Good. Life hack number two. Often folks who are high on conceptual thinking might in, in a moment of, of newness or problem solving first reach to, well, I need to learn everything I can ah, I need to consume all kinds of new information before everything. I can even possibly consider addressing yeah. it. Sometimes that's true, but to ask yourself, do I actually know enough or can I rely on what I already know? to maybe get through this situation rather yeah. than having to consume all kinds of new information. Mm -hmm. Life hack number three for the conceptualists. How productive is my self-reflection? Yeah. Right. I get into this a little bit, but when does my self-reflection actually turn into rumination? <laughs> right. And just yeah. to be aware of that and notice when that self-reflecting isn't productive, that's a good time to kind of take a pause on that and get back into the moment, into yeah. the here and now. Which brings us to our final uh, hack, if you will. Yes. And, and it has to do with, you know, sort of the, the tendency for a lot of conceptual thinkers, as we talked about, to be really comfortable with, you know, sitting with the ambiguity. Yeah. It's okay if we don't know. And often that's that's lovely for the individual, but to also <laughs> recognize that there are probably others around who maybe aren't as comfortable with the ambiguity. And maybe actually the situation does need a firm decision, a firm, no, this is what we are going to do. And so to ask yourself, you know, is this a situation that would benefit from some certainty? And if you aren't comfortable with the certainty, because I can relate to that. Maybe reframe it and, well, could we bring some clarity? Like, could, yeah. could, we, could we sharpen up what, yep. what we're concluding about this? Yep. So those are some ideas to be thinking about to, to really get the most out of that, that conceptual thinking and, and uh, to, to bring uh, different ways of thinking about that in the moment. In the meantime, we'll come back with more Cyplex information in future episodes, but for now, get that self-awareness and stay curious. <laughs>